0: Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast, it's episode 39 today and today I'm going to be talking about your 88 days for your working holiday visa. Now I wanted to kind of help all of you out um, because I've had a few questions about the 88 days and stuff. Now I did go a bit into it on my other episode but I do want to go like more in depth and because like Sometimes when you're coming out here, like, you kind of know of it, but you don't know what it is and how you do it and how you go about things. So I kind of wanted to talk to you about that today, maybe give you some advice and explain things um, a bit more clear, because sometimes the government website isn't that clear. (laughs) Um, As much as we'd love it to be clear, it's not. It's quite confusing. So I just wanted to talk about that, and if there's any questions that you want to ask me... I'll give you my socials and everything at the end so you can just message me. So what are the 88 days? So if you're coming over on a working holiday visa to Australia, most of the time you have to do 88 days work of farm work or remote hospitality. So that is um, to get your second year visa. So if you just want to come over for a year, you don't have to do anything. That's fine. That's free. You can do what you like in that year. If you are wanting to extend to a second year and a third year, which I'll go more into later, you have to do some farm work or some remote work. That includes basically any work on a farm or any remote slash outback work in hospitality. It's very hard to work out what qualifies for this. And I would advise you to go to the government website and check the postcodes. Now if you're in a big city like Sydney let's say it won't qualify but you need to for the farm work you need to be quite rural and then for the hospitality I believe you have to be above the line of Capricorn and um, so basically anywhere up north or in the outback but double check on the websites. Um, at the postcodes and at the places that you can do things. And if you're interested in a job that you've seen, make sure that, that postcode qualifies because it's your responsibility to check these things. It's not an employer's responsibility. They can lie to you. And I'm sure in some cases, people have been lied to us. So it's your responsibility to check that. And, and everything is listed on the government website. If you want to play it safe, <laughs> go to Tasmania to do farm work because it qualifies for everything not I don't think hospitality does but farm work does that's why I was like in the safe zone when working at the farm I was like all of Tasmania qualifies lovely don't have to worry about that but yeah definitely check on that so another thing is how to calculate the farm days which again is a bit misleading and a bit confusing I'll tell you how I did it, um, so obviously you have to have 88 days. So that includes like days like, not days off, but like weekends and stuff. So you have to work full-time hours, which again is not very straightforward, because in these day and ages, what is full-time hours? So, I made sure I got 38 hours a week on my pay slip. So, that is, I think it's either 35 or 38, but I went with 38 just to be sure. Um, I was making sure I was getting 38 hours per week. And I had a fortnightly pay slip, so that was on there. I will go into pay slips more in a bit. And yeah, you just need to work full 88 days, but that does include like your weekends. So, I worked five days on two days off so like as long as it counts for full-time hours in a week then that's fine so I think you can again please check the government website for this but I'm pretty sure you can work if you work seven days a week but only a certain amount of hours a week it's still calculated to 38 hours a week then that's fine as well but you know obviously most full-time jobs you work five days on and two days off so that still counts as well just making sure count in every single day and getting up to 88 days as well. And it's always nice to like get like maybe just a week extra or something just to cover your back, especially like it depends where you are obviously, but some places don't give you that many hours. But let's say I had a fortnightly pay slip and it didn't equal 38 hours a week then that's fine they just take how many hours into account so if I had let's say 60 hours for the two weeks that would just qualify for a week so that's how it kind of works out so just make sure you're monitoring that and making sure you're getting those hours and if not you might need to work longer, making sure you get those hours, or you can obviously go to a different farm or or a different hospitality place, whatever you're doing. I hope that was clear. That's kind of how to calculate. It's a bit, it's a bit confusing. You really have to like do some maths and cube on top of it, which was a struggle for me. I'm going to be honest, but yeah, hopefully that helped a lot. But a lot of people question where did you find your farm work. So personally. I found mine on Facebook, so I posted on a job site on Facebook, I think it was a job site, just like a backpacker job site, and just introduced myself, put like a nice photo on. It doesn't have to be like super professional because you're going to work at a farm, but I just find it a bit unprofessional, you know, if you post yourself in like, I don't know, swimming shorts or a bikini or something. Like, you know, there is some sort of professionalism needed because it is a job. So just put a nice photo of yourself, maybe you with a view in the background <laughs> and just introduce yourself, um, say what you're looking for. So I was like, I'm Lizzie, um, I'm on a working holiday visa, I need my 88 eight days. I would prefer to work with animals or in hospitality, but open to offers. So that's kind of round about what I put. You do get a few weirdos, I'm going to be honest, you do get a few weirdos messaging you and you can tell when it's a scam, like... Spelling, punctuation, kind of that kind of vibe. Looking, checking out the profile. That's how you can check if someone's legit. Obviously, that's not always how it works because there is some good scammers out there. But just making sure you're checking out the place, ask for the address, um, just ask a lot of questions. You're never asking too many questions. But asking for their address and the company name is always good because you can Google that and you can see where they are and sometimes you can even see reviews on the company depending on the company and um, so i definitely recommend doing that but that's kind of what i did and i got three job offers i got one at a farm somewhere i can't really remember what it was basically i needed my own transportation and i didn't have that at the time so that was a no and then I had a job offer as a cook in the Northern Territory, which was looking promising. Um, but then I had the best job offer of all, which was the dairy farm in Tasmania. And I was like, yep, that would be great. Oh, I also said on the advert as well, what when I was available. So I was only available from the 1st of August. So that's good as well, just saying a time that you're available. If you're available immediately, then put that. If you're not, put what date you are. It just helps everyone. Everyone knows where they're at. You've said what you can and can't do, and it just makes life a lot easier. But yeah, so that's how I got my job offer, and I just booked a flight to Tasmania. I was just kind of working out how to get there because um, it's like northern Tasmania mostly so I had to work out my Tasmanian knowledge but yeah so that was good and they were just really nice people and very trustworthy you know and they put me in contact with you know the people who were going to be working there as well so we love that so that's kind of how I found it and I think a lot of people found fan work on Facebook as well and um, there is probably some job sites um, that you can Find them on, so just give, maybe give it a Google as well if you're struggling. Um, reaching out to people that you know have done farm work is always good. I know a lot of people reach out to me and I'm like, sorry, I don't know. Just reaching out to people if you know that they've done farm work and if there's anywhere they can recommend is always good. It's always nice to get a recommendation because then you know that the company is good one but yeah definitely recommend that and i know there's a lot of bad experiences with farm work um but it is just making sure that they're trustworthy and reliable and just checking them out as much as you can you know so like asking people even asking on backpacker pages like has anyone worked here is always good um if you can't find anything on google and um, just things like that asking around um doing your research now the question is where to go and when because as we know there's different climates in australia and it's at different times so obviously up north it's um either wet or dry season so in australia's summertime it is the wet season but in australia's winter time it is dry season so the kind of do like changing temperature up in the north it's just wet or dry season so obviously seasons change and wet season in the north is probably going to be harder to find a job than it is in the dry season because that's when everyone will go and hold it because it's dry and you want the hot weather (laughs) um which is very understandable so yeah just kind of working stuff like that out and then you know in the south and stuff I don't know about the middle, I'm going to be honest, the Outback throws me off, so maybe do your own research on that, I can't tell you much about that, but you know, like down south, you know, like Sydney, Melbourne, stuff like that, you know, they have summer and then winter, and then summer is probably going to be like the time where people are hiring, but people still hire in the winter as well, so it's just going where and when, but I have heard... So it's currently April 2023. Okay, I'm gonna i I'm gonna state that for a very specific reason because a lot changes and it and I never know when you listen to this. You might be listening to this in two years' time. I don't know. So it's April 2023 and a lot of people are struggling because everyone's gone up to Cairnsway, um, where it's obviously the dry season now and it's hot and people have gone up there hoping to find their 88 days because there's a lot of farms and things up there and you can work in hospitality as well but everybody's gone up there well not everybody but you know a lot of people have gone up there and now because so many people are up there it's too saturated so people are struggling to find jobs listen you can go up there i'm sure there is some jobs about um, especially if you get in there quick but you know if you hear people are struggling in that area don't go to that area because more than likely you probably won't get a job um, and especially won't get a job as quickly as you are hoping for so i probably like go against the grain of things and to be honest I had to make like you know everyone comes to Australia they want good weather they want it when they're working and when they're not working and Tasmania didn't, it's like English weather, but just when it's sunny, it's really nice. So, you know, you kind of, sometimes you just kind of have to make that sacrifice. I know Australia is meant to be a dream and everything, and trust me, it is, it doesn't matter what the weather is, you've just got to, sometimes you've just got to sacrifice something and, you know, not everyone can work in the Sundays for the 88 days. I wish I could, but you know, not everybody can do that. And that's fine. You've just got to, if you are really committed, you've just got to make a sacrifice. This kind of time, I would advise maybe looking elsewhere other than Cairns area and, you know, Early Beach with Sundays, because there's just a lot of people. That would be my advice. You can go and do it if you want. I'm not bothered. Um, I hope you find something. I genuinely do, because it's, It's just hard and daunting finding something like that because you want to stay in the country. Um, It's quite a big deal. Um, I will talk about the UK trade deal as well at the end Um, if you didn't know about that. And you're from the UK, I will let you know about that. So yeah, that's kind of my advice for where to go and when. Everyone who, as far as I know, everyone who has a working holiday visa are eligible to get a second one and i think a third one i'm not sure about the third one if it costs everywhere but i'm on the 417 visa because i'm from um england and i can get a second year and i can get a third year um so it's just yeah depending on what country you are from just make sure you're checking the visa conditions but for the second year visa It's 88 days, and for the third year visa, you have to do six months of farm work or rural work, which is quite a lot. (laughs) Um, If you're committed, then you can do it. Let's talk about how to apply for the second year working holiday visa. I haven't applied for the third one yet, obviously, because I don't need it just yet. Um, So I don't know much about that, but I can tell you about the second one. Um, So, basically, you have to fill um, the visa online form on the same website you did your first one. So, the, is it any government website or something? The Australian government website, basically. So, you need to go on there and find either the 417 or the other one, whichever you're on. um, And just go through the application What you will need is your passport details and you will need your payslips. So your payslips are the most important thing when you're doing farm work. You need to have them to get your second year visa. So as far as I know, the things you need on your payslip and the things you should be looking out for is the address of the company you're working for, Um, So it has to have the full address with the postcode and the ABN number as well. And um, the employment details, so how frequent your pay is, so fortnightly and the dates of that. That's helpful just so they can see, you know, if you paid every week or every two weeks to work out your hours. The number of hours that you have worked needs to be on there as well. Um, it does say this somewhere on the government website, but just making sure all those things are on there. I have my name and address on there as well. Um, so yeah, I don't know if you need that, but I do. So And everything was approved for me. So that's what I have. Um, and obviously the job that you're doing as well, mine was farmhand just whatever it was so that just kind of proves that the company exists basically and you're not lying about it and how many hours you've worked and it just shows everything so make sure you're keeping your payslips whether they're paper or whether they're email make sure you keep them safe and you will ha- will have to upload them so if it's a paper payslip then make sure you're scanning that somewhere and your phone does that now in notes I didn't know this until like a few months ago it's incredible so that's kind of how you apply for your second year visa and um, it's pretty straightforward and um, just make sure you have the contact details of your manager so you know their name and their phone number and email and um, because I had to ask for that because I well I had to ask for the email because I didn't know So make sure you have them as well. It's quite an intense process, but it's over in about 15, 20 minutes. Um, But that's kind of all the details you need. So as for the UK trade deal, um, so at the moment for the working holiday visa, the 417 is mainly what I'm talking about because that's what I'm on and that's what I know about. You have to be 18 to 30 years old. Um, sometimes it's 35 depending on the country so just make sure you're checking that but at the moment for england it's 18 to 30 year olds now at the moment australia and the uk have a trade deal and it's kind of like basically they're getting rid of, they're getting rid of farm work and um, for people from the uk so you can come over here have three years of working holiday visas without doing any farm work which we love. (laughs) So it will definitely be a lot easier for people. And I think it will make it easier for, you know, people from other countries as well, because they won't have the people from England battling out for um, the farm work and rural work. So that's coming in soon, hopefully. There is no official word on it as of yet. They are, in talks and i think it might have been approved in like house of commons or whatever else whatever they do um i don't know much about (laughs) politics and stuff um but it's in the process but there's no official date of when it will be set in stone so um there is a website i can't remember what it is but i'm sure if you google it you'll be able to find it there is a website that You can look and it updates you on everything that is done through it. So try and find that if you can, if you are interested. Um, And as for now, as of of April, 2023, you still have to do farm work, unfortunately. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I loved it personally. I would do it over and over again, Um, but I know it's not everyone's cup of tea. Didn't think it was gonna be my cup of tea, but absolutely loved it. Can actually see myself doing it for quite a while which is surprising I know so yeah so that's kind of like the nitty gritty of it all that's the in-depth kind of stuff just making sure as well if you are approving a job then just make sure you can actually get there because obviously most of it's quite rural so making sure there's a flight if you need a flight or that you've got a car if you need a car and if They can pick you up from somewhere and you can get a bus somewhere for them to pick you up. Just making sure you work that out before you approve the job, because it's quite a big thing, especially when you're in the middle of nowhere. Because I, from personal experience, I had to get a flight into Launceston and then luckily one of the people who worked at the farm picked us up, which was lovely of them, Um, but obviously that's not always gonna be the case. So just making sure you can get there before you fully agree to the job and also only agree to the job if you are actually going to turn up. because I know a lot of people complain about that like no-shows and it's just you know you've got to have mutual respect there they're offering you a job and that's really nice of them and you know you've got to respect their time and effort you know so if you don't want the job just tell them they're not going to be offended they'll easily find someone else uh, if you do want the job and you approve it, make sure you turn up. Don't want to sound like your mother, but, <laughs> you know, just a bit of respect there and a bit of professionalism as well. Even though it is just a farm job and a lot of backpackers are very, like, living life, you still have to be a professional when you are wanting a job. And just as a little side note, um, with if most farms um, have kind of, like, a uniform I guess I think a lot of fruit picking farms do um again not coming from experience just what I've been told by friends and what I've seen um there is a certain work where you have to have like basically you can get the workwear in Kmart for a decent price I think um and stuff like that so yeah if you need that head to Kmart I don't know about anywhere else I'm sure a lot of places do it but if you're wanting to probably get it at a decent price then just go to Kmart and get the goods. But as for dairy farms, I mean, I don't know about all dairy farms, but I just wore, like, if you're doing something like that and there's no set uniform, which I doubt there is, but I don't know, Um, just wear something comfy and something you don't mind getting covered in dirt and poo. Um, just being real with you there. And so yeah, that's kind of everything that I have thought of and written down, but I hope I kind of covered everything. Again, if you are wanting any questions or i have missed something out, just let me know. But yeah, I just kind of wanted to help you out because I know sometimes it's kind of like daunting and yeah, it's just scary looking for a job because the country is so big and you know, committing to a job that you have to maybe fly to or something or travel a fair way, like... It's quite a commitment, like you wouldn't do that in the UK, for example. I mean, you might do, I don't know, but no one I know has done it. So yeah, it's just quite a big thing going into something you don't know what to expect from. Go in with an open mind and just try and enjoy yourself. And if you're getting treated like crap, then as any other job, if you're treated like crap, don't stand for it, just move on. You can easily move on. You don't owe a company or a person anything, you know. If they're not treating you right or not paying you right, leave them. And I think if they're not paying you right or something, um, you can report them as well. I don't know what it's called, but you can report them. <laughs> A lot of people will help you out if you post on the backpacker pages. Um, But yeah, that's kind of just all my advice. Good luck finding something. Um, I hope you get something because... It's just a relief when you do find something. Yeah, if you have any questions, uh, my social media is Instagram is a bit of everything podcast. Facebook is a bit of everything podcast and Twitter is A-B-O-E podcast. The best one is to message me on is probably my Instagram or you can email me. It's bit of everything podcast at gmail.com. That probably might not be a quick response, but I will email you back within a day or two. Depending on where I am. (laughs) If you want to listen to any other episode. I talk about Australia a lot. um, And I talk about music. And I talk about pretty much everything. Hence the name of the podcast. So make sure you go check them out. So I'm on Spotify. I'm on Apple Podcasts. And I'm on SoundCloud. Whichever is easier for you. Just make sure you go check them out. And if there's anything you want me to do a podcast on. Be it Australia or something else. Let me know you know where to contact me now. But as for now, I will see you in the next episode. Bye!